And welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast with your host, Tommy Divine. It is 8.52 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here January 6th. We got the Lending Tree Bowl going on, but that doesn't really matter. We want to talk about the National Football League. In a special edition, we bring on my great friend and my great cousin, Patrick Feltz. As always, a friend of the program. Pat, how are you doing with your new microphone, brother? Tommy, it's great to be on the show. Uh, yeah, I do have a new microphone. I'm trying it out today. I've been using it over on the first and ten, but my first appearance here on the Tommy Divine podcast with uh, the new mic. And uh, you know, I thought I'd bring you on. Um, I know we just had you on, but I thought we'd bring you on some more because you know, uh, last time we got together, we didn't talk a whole lot of NFL. But the time before that, I think it was like week thirteen. I think I brought you on, or one of those weeks. Uh, what What do you think about these playoffs so far? Uh, honestly, they've they've been pretty good, pretty incredible. I'd say actually, they they've been awesome, and yeah. really everything except from the the Seahawks and Eagles game has been super memorable. And a uh, quick note: it is a nice change of pace to get to talk NFL. Uh, as much as I do yeah. love college football and the Big Ten, which I t- I talk about that every week, and yeah, uh, it's a nice nice switch up. Uh, get to come over on here, talk a little pro, yeah, and uh, especially during this time of year in the playoffs, it's, it's a wonderful time. Well, uh, yeah, it's the same way when I go into your guys' pod, I get to talk a little bit about Purdue football and how they're terrible all the time. But other than that. Well, uh, I mean, you heard uh, our good friend Reed, uh, which tomorrow's Reed's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday Uh, to Reed, yeah. Or I think it's tomorrow or Wednesday. I can't remember. Uh, Reed actually picked Purdue to win the Big Ten West next season. He said this is hot take. Wow. Okay. Well, I don't know who's starting a quarterback, but O'Connell looks good. Probably. It's probably going to be Plummer, right? Oh, Plummer, yeah. Either Plummer or O'Connell. It'll be interesting to see the race this spring. And they've got a they've got a recruit coming in out of New Jersey uh, who's apparently pretty good. He's a pro-style quarterback. Oh, and is that Griffin? What would you say? Is that Griffin who said that? Uh, Well, I had already heard of the kid, but Griffin uh, – Griffin asked him if he wanted to come on our show at some point. So if he if he responds, uh, if he'll be on our podcast, which uh, that's one thing over on the first and ten. Which uh, if you don't know, that's my show. Uh, we've actually got some big time interviews coming up. I'm not going to divulge the details right now, but we have some some players coming on, uh, and I'll just drop a hint. We have players coming on from Indiana, Michigan, and Iowa. Dude, when you told me that, I was so excited. I'm so pumped. They're going to be they're going to be some big episodes coming up on the first and ten, and we've got more in the works. Uh, We'll see who all uh, wants to come on, but we've got some big players coming on who will who will make an impact in the Big Ten for the next couple of years. So be on the lookout for those official announcements on our Instagram at the first and ten. Spell it all out. Uh, We're also going to be doing this is something Tommy was really excited about. Well, we're going to be doing like general discussion episodes and news episodes during the off season, but we're going to be doing something similar to Bill Simmons rewatchables where they rewatch old movies or games and they talk about them. Uh, We're going to do that with old big 10 football games. The first one we're doing is Ohio state and Alabama sugar bowl, 2015. Yeah. Shout out to the pod father. I mean, he for all this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Love Bill Simmons. Shout out to the pod father. Yeah. uh, Big Bill Simmons fan, but Tommy, we were talking earlier. What suggestions do you have uh, for rewatchables, big 10 football episodes? So I sent it to you guys. I'm pretty close to the to the program. So I sent to you guys Ohio State, Michigan, 2006. Was it 06 or 07? I think it was 06, right? 
Um, I think it was the the big one. Yeah, that was Henny and year, Long and all those guys. It was seven. That was the year they lost to App State. Yeah, so the year the the November before that App State game. So yeah, November two thousand six. That was a huge game. I think that definitely is worth a rewatchable if you call yourself a Big Ten podcast. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worth that. Ones like that, uh, Purdue Ohio State twenty eighteen. Just a few. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State, twenty fifteen. Michigan, yeah, Alabama, yeah. the Brady versus Sean Alexander, uh, Orange Bowl. These are all ones I'm thinking of, just off uh, the top of my about, head. What about uh, Penn State, USC, twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen? I in the think Rose it was Bowl? twenty. I think it was twenty sixteen. Yeah, that but, was a great Rose Bowl. Or six, six, sixteen or seventeen, one of those. That was yeah, an the Saquon, game. Yeah, the Saquon, Saquon game. game. Yeah. Uh, so okay. I love college football, but enough about that. We got a blowout next week in New Orleans. No one really, you know, don't give Clemson too much credit. But mm, don't do I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, anyway, we've got we've got NFL. Do. We've got NFL to talk about. We got, yeah, we got some edit, we got some actual NFL football to talk about. No, so all right. First thing off the bat, I'm going to be so tired of Saints fans belly aching and complaining and whining and moaning about yet another put it put fingers in quotations blown call what what did you think about that call number one i don't think it was a blown call i think he was just like creating a little separation i don't think that's something that you should call pass interference on 100 percent of the time like that's not an egregious call let the players play the one against the rams last year that's a blown call that's one worth getting mad about i get that but this one yeah you're just complaining for the sake of complaining like yeah, I think it was a little ticky-tack for them to think that. Obviously, mm-hmm. the game last year was a lot different. I think both of them had equal amount of hand usage. No. Uh, oh, oh, the two players this time around. Yeah, yeah, this oh, time yeah, around, yeah, yeah. not last okay. year. No, 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 no. All right, good. But Kyle Rudolph, and I, I don't know who was covering him. Um, I don't even know who was covering him. But I think it was equal hand usage both ways, I think, for the most part. If I were to say, yeah, I I think so. And maybe a little bit more on Rudolph's side, but I don't think that's like a thing you call 24 times out of 24 or 24 seven. That's what I meant to say. That was a weird way of putting it anyway. Uh, Yeah. Well, great game and all Uh, Uh, the saints. If they want to complain about that call, they should have played better for three quarters of that game because Minnesota just thoroughly outplayed the new Orleans saints in this game. And, I thought seven and a half points was a pretty generous spread. I believe that was yeah. how much New Orleans was favored by. I thought that was generous, knowing the Saints' playoff failures of years past, especially yeah. ones against the Vikings. We all remember the Minneapolis miracle. Yeah. But, like, the Vikings just look better. And Kirk Cousins, he had an excellent game. Really the only guy on the Saints who I can say they should be happy with the way they played is Taysom Hill. Yeah, Taysom Hill played really well. He had an incredible um, he game. Had a yeah. chance to win that game, and their their punter or their punt returner. What was his name? Is it te- something Harry? No, um, I forget his name. What is his? He did name? a good job. He did a good job. Whatever. He's he's pretty good, uh, and he could be an impact player for them going in the future. But, but do you yeah, think, Breeze, do you think this is uh, the end of the line for Breeze, or, or what? I don't think so. Well, Breeze, I believe there's an option on him. Uh, this spring and free agency. So we don't know whether or not he will 100% be a New Orleans Saint next season. I would assume he'll he'll be the quarterback for the Saints next year. Who knows? Maybe they like Teddy Bridgewater better. 
If they do like Teddy Bridgewater better, I'd get that for the future. But if you want to win a championship right now, Drew Brees is your best bet. I mean, anyway, yeah, this is the weirdest I mean, free agency because you have he, Brady. He played and pretty. Yeah, Brady and Brees both could be free agents this year. I, I believe Brees has an option. I'm not sure if Brady has an option or not, but I, I don't think Brees will leave New Orleans anytime soon, and no. I don't think there's any reason why he should. Yeah, he had a bad game uh, in the playoffs this year, but he's the reason that they won as many games as they did, and I know he missed a lot of the season because uh, of an injury, and Teddy Bridgewater filled in, and he filled in, did a good job, but Drew Brees is the reason that they even won that. I don't know. They won the division because the rest of the division was bad. But the reason why they won as many games as they did, and they went, what, 13-3? and three? Yeah, and I think they overachieved it's a little bit. It's because of Drew honest. Brees. I think so, too. And I think a lot of that can be put to the fact that their division was just not good. Yeah, well, the, the Buccaneers towards the end were really hot a little bit. Well, the Buccaneers yeah. were on or off. Like, they flowed as Jameis Winston did. Well, and talking about on and off, Alvin Kamara was just oh he and he his whole season this year he didn't have a good season. Yeah, he was, and I don't know if he's underutilized by Sean Payton or what, but he just seemed very spotty to me at times. The Saints missed Mark Ingram. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They definitely needed a guy like Mark Ingram to balance out with Alvin Kamara, and I know they have uh, what's his name Murray, correct? Yeah, Latavius Murray, who was a former Viking, and he's uh-huh, good. former Viking, correct. Uh, he's just not as good as Mark Ingram, and he won't be able to provide that same punch that Mark Ingram did. Now, he didn't this four, season. I think four seasons ago, I would have said that Latavius could have had a chance to be better than Ingram, mm-hmm. but but not now. I think that's that ship has sailed for him. What do we think that the peak for the Vikings is this season? Like, could they be a Super Bowl team? Like, they're hot. They're hot, but I just don't see them. And I know we said this about, oh, you know, they're huge underdogs against the Saints. I just think this Kirk Cousins thing has to run out of gas eventually. Like, you're just waiting for that pick six or that crucial fumble, or you're just waiting for Kirk Cousins to get tripped up. And San Francisco off a bye seems like the most legitimate answer to that. I mean, uh, they're okay, on the thing is, number one, it, this is a weird final four we have in the NFC. Like, at the beginning of the season, I don't think I would have guessed that the final four teams remaining. Like, you could have told me Minnesota or Green Bay. I don't think I would have expected both of them to be here. No. And I didn't expect Seattle, honestly. And San Francisco came out of nowhere. It, it Those two don't really surprise me. San Francisco, if you told that you yourself that they would have a good chance, of, probably ah. the best chance of going to the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah, you're no, you're probably right. I mean, yeah, I would say you're right. Especially with Jimmy G coming off an injury. Yeah, and that one preseason game, he did not look very good. Mm-mm. Bounces back, has that has this great season. I well, honestly, I don't think he's been all that great this year. I think he's been good, but that team is just so good. Number one defensively, but number two, they have so many other weapons that make him look way better than I think he actually is. Kind of similar to Tom Brady in the last couple of years, but. I mean, the wheels fell off for Brady this year, and we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, uh, no kidding. So uh, we'll talk. Well, I want to try to save some of the divisional stuff for later in the podcast. Um, well, let's let's hit it now because you, we're already okay, on the Vikings. Hit that now, then? We're already on the Vikings, and I actually think okay. the Vikings are going to win this week. Number one, they're hot. Wow. Number two, 
I like their experience uh, compared to San Francisco. San Francisco, they haven't been in a spot like this uh, in forever since uh, what, like twenty fourteen. Yeah, and they haven't even gotten a buy since what the nineties. Is that the what I heard? Is that the stat? Did I, they not get a buy with Kaepernick? I don't think they did because remember they had to play a wild card game. Um, oh, that's right, and they played in Seattle and yeah. That, that that last season, I think, yes. that, of the real the really good Kaepernick and uh, Harbaugh yes. teams, they played in Seattle in a championship game. Richard yeah. Sherman had the best corner in the game rant, and the rest is history. And then I think the year or the year, the year before that, when Kaepernick went to the Super Bowl, I don't think they had a bye. I think you're right. So, yeah. that that's quite a stat. And this San Francisco team is good, and I like them a lot, but. Minnesota, number one, their defense showed up against the Saints. And I would have picked the Saints over the 49ers. I know they had that shootout this season earlier. Yeah. And that, that was an incredible game. And George Kittle really helped them pull that one off. But that that one could have gone either way. And if the Saints advanced, I probably would have picked the Saints because it's hard to beat a team twice. It really is. But Oh, yeah. No, it's very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I just – uh, I know Bill Simmons, just not to give too much. I mean, we got to give him a lot of credit, but, you know, he has the playoff manifesto. And all signs are pointing Kirk Cousins away. It's a it's a away playoff game for him. Minnesota coming off a very, you know, last-second overtime win against the Saints, barely scraping it out. I don't know. I mean, I'm not – and I don't know the weather in uh, San Francisco and Santa Clara on, on Saturday. It's an early kick. It's kind of weird. Luckily, it's not a primetime game for uh, Kirk Cousins because if it's primetime, there'd be some trouble. But uh, luckily, it's 435. He's got plenty of time to not be bad. But same time, though, uh, when does there's, the Kirk Cousins thing stop? I don't know. There's a weird, weird thing going on right here. I think – am I crazy if I'm getting 2013 Flacco vibes from Kirk Cousins this year? Like that, that season they won the Super Bowl 2012-2013. I, I wouldn't say you're crazy. I just I, – I'm wondering because I think without – they need Dalvin Cook to help them. And I know that sounds really dumb. Like, of course they do. But that is really their key integral facet of their game. If they do not have him going and the defense shuts his ass down, they're done. If you rely on Cousins too heavily, you're done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, they, they didn't target Stephon Diggs at all in the game. Uh, but who really picked it up was Adam Thielen. Yeah, and Thielen did a great job on Sunday. There's no doubt about that. I was watching this game with uh, our our cousin-in-law, Will Grabowski, uh, and a few of our other cousins and family because we were Will uh, diehard Packers fan. Diehard Packers fan. He wanted the Saints to come play at Lambeau, so he wanted the Saints to beat the Vikings, which I thought was kind of interesting. Oh, they would have played the they would have played the Packers. Yeah, the Saints. Okay, they would have played the Packers, not the not the 49ers. Okay, my, my 49ers Saints hypotheticals out the window. Yeah, I always well, forget that I always title. forget that the NFL doesn't do bracket style, but they do reseeding. Yeah. Well, they could have met in the title game if they both had won, though. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, so I'm watching it with the family. And by the way, Saints Vikings, great game to watch with your family. There's mm-hmm. nothing better. Tons of terrible calls. The refs are awful. I mean just some really great intriguing talk during the game uh my cousin my uncle jay got going my cousins got going a really fun game to watch um but 
what I saw from that Vikings team was a real resiliency, you know? A real resiliency. Absolutely. I think they're very hard to beat, and they will get into a slugfest with a team. They, they will keep – like, nobody is scoring 30-plus points on the Vikings in these playoffs, I don't think. Yeah, Daniel Harry is playing very well for them. And I, I don't think that the, the 49ers have a particularly explosive offense either. I think they have players who can be explosive, like Emmanuel Sanders or George Kittle, but uh, they aren't – they aren't like a scoring juggernaut in my mind, and well, I, I think that'll stay the same. And I'm I'm taking Minnesota here. I it I, feels like a team of destiny for Minnesota. I think it's time. I think one road team has to lose this weekend, at least one. And the most and I, I think, logical is looking like Minnesota. I I think one road team loses or one road team wins. Because I think Seattle has a good chance of knocking off Green Bay. I think Seattle's got a good chance in Green Bay, too, but I'll get to them in a little bit. I think they have a good chance just because I like the Seahawks and I trust Pete Carroll more than I trust Matt LaFleur. Okay. Uh, that, that's a different different story, but I, I think of the road teams this week, the two with the best chance are, number one, the Vikings, just because they're hot and they beat that Saints team, who a lot of people were saying is the the Super Bowl favorite. Yeah. And, I mean, despite their three seed, take that with a grain of salt, the Saints yeah. were one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. And no I think the other one's got to be Tennessee just because they beat New England, right? So like Houston feels like a little bit of a fluke. So you're, so you're thinking Tennessee to the Super Bowl? No. No, oh. no, 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 no. no. Oh, of course okay. not. Okay. All right. So that's I'm still thinking – I'm thinking it's – Kansas City is going to win the AFC, I think. But I'll go get to that. And I don't know who's going to win the NFC, honestly. I think it could be the Vikings or the Packers. I like those two. Wow. So you got an all-NFC North NFC title game then? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I do. And so the problem with that is honestly, I, well, the thing is, I picked Seattle uh, as my NFC champion going into the playoffs, but I wasn't okay. totally convinced with the way they played against the Eagles, and it took a backup quarterback for them to beat Philly. But, and I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I, well, I mean, so okay. First of all, I slept through that Eagles Seahawks game. So really? yeah, slept through it. Had to go to sleep. Had to take a nap. Had a big day, but. So I saw McCowan had come in. I'm like, what the heck? Well, well McCowan went in because uh, my boy Nate Sudfeld, uh, he's hurt or else he would have gotten to play. Oh, boy. That would have been a big deal. I love Nate Sudfeld. IU uh, football. So, okay, yeah, they barely – But by the way, did you notice it was the same exact score from when they played in, like, week 14? That's crazy. Same exact score. And here's my thing with that. So Seattle knows they're the better team, right? They've had to win all these games by one score. Right? Pretty much. Sure. Right? Okay. I mean, uh-huh. for the most part, they've had to win these games one one score. Um, and so, I feel like they had to go into this Philadelphia game. It's wild card. It's at Philly. They're like, ugh, do we really have to play this awful Eagles team? I don't think they were getting up for that game at all. I don't know. Maybe that's why they were a little sluggish. I don't think that's that's as much of a thing. I think 
uh, with with the the Seahawks, it's it's kind of a couple things. Number one, Marshawn Lynch did score a touchdown in this game, but he's obviously not the same Marshawn Lynch we saw three years oh, ago. Not even close. And that's that's to be expected. He's number one been off the football field for a year, and number two, how old is he? He's old. Uh, I would venture to say in his forties at least. No, he's not in his forties. He's in his mid thirties, probably. Mid thirties, late thirties. Yeah, probably. he's probably probably about thirty four. I don't know off the top of my head. I didn't look it up. Yeah, and that that rushing game is just not the same. They've had so many injuries. Uh in the backfield, and I like their defense, but the guy who really stuck out to me is uh, DK Metcalf. This guy had an awesome game. He is he, is, he, he is was one of my player. favorite receivers in the draft last year coming out of Ole Miss, and it's a shame he wasn't utilized better in college because I think this guy could have been a first-round top-ten talent. He is just a massive body, and he's so quick. He is an elite receiver in the making. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to be a stud in Seattle for years to come. <clears throat> so – Okay, one thing, one really important thing with this game, though, we haven't talked about yet, is the Jadavian Clowney hit. Have you seen this yet? I know you didn't get to watch the game, but have you seen the Jadavian Clowney hit? I, I don't think I've seen that highlight on the hit. I watched the highlights last night after I got from my nap, and I can't okay, remember. Tommy, you need to go watch one. this. You need to go watch Okay, because I've heard it was controversial, and, you know, I was just like, yeah, is it really that? But is it really that controversial of a thing? Oh, it's controversial. You need to watch it. Okay, I I will take a look at that. Um, yeah, I just felt I couldn't I couldn't stay like I'm like ah this this game it's just like one of those late Sunday it's terrible Eagles like come on like I didn't want to watch this I don't want to with Cowboys or the Eagles like come on like just get it over with but Seahawks did pull it out but uh, yeah same score as that Week 14 game so all right Tommy did did you see the hit yet? Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking a look at this here. Okay. As you can see, Wentz is pretty clearly like a defenseless player and Jadavian Clowney just goes head first into him. In college football that's reviewed and that's a targeting and he's out of the game, but uh that's not the case in the NFL and Wentz he he was out for the game, he got a concussion and nothing happened to Jadavian Clowney and I think that's unfair and the NFL needs to change that rule, but that was really unfortunate for the Eagles because I think with a healthy Carson Wentz, they have a shot in this game. Oh yeah, I would. Yeah, I I think I think the Seahawks. I think I like Russell Wilson at a spot in Lambeau. The 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 Bear or sorry, the the Packers have not been able to play a full game this whole season. They played halves very well, but like the whole they haven't pieced all of it together. I don't think. Okay, the thing with this game, uh, if you're going to move on from that Seattle game, and congrats to the Seahawks for pulling that one off, but if you're going to yeah. move on from that to the Packers, I'm, I'm going to take the Packers. I know I was kind of talking up Seattle a little bit earlier. I think Seattle does have a pretty clear coaching advantage. As good as LaFleur's been this year, Pete Carroll's got the experience. Russell Wilson's got you know championship experience, as, as does uh, Aaron Rodgers, but with a different coach, so the chemistry's maybe not the same. Uh and uh, okay. the weather, that's the other yeah. thing on Green Bay's side because it, it'll be a cold one. Of course, it's January in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So, Yeah, that'll be cold. Um, but I don't think – does weather really matter to Russell? He plays in rainy Seattle all the time. I mean, well, he went really... to Wisconsin as well. Yeah, but I don't think 
He's never had to play in this. Well, he probably has, but like at Wisconsin, he didn't have to play in the really cold, cold, cold home. The, peak, the peaks of winter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, is my point, yeah. Um, so he, he did go to Wisconsin to school, so that is an actual a trait for him. That would be nice, advantageous. Um, by the way, I did just look at the hit, and you think that was on purpose? Well, he's clearly a defenseless player on purpose or not. I, th- I think that's an ugly call, and it probably deserves discipline from the NFL if they're serious about head injuries. I mean, I was there malice, though, I guess is my question. Was there malice? He's a def- it doesn't matter. He's a defenseless player. He's going down and he's sliding. I mean. And he is going player- head first. Helmet to helmet hits. Well, Those I mean, are dangerous. You can't do that. They're dangerous, but they sometimes – Stuff happens. I mean, you can't really. It, that's unnecessary. He was going down. It's unnecessary. But that's that is the textbook definition of unnecessary roughness. I don't know. I it was an interesting play. I just watched it a couple times. I didn't. Sometimes when you're just moving towards the ball, sometimes things happen. I don't know. I mean, you're right though. Nevertheless, unnecessary roughness is unnecessary roughness. So. Mm-hmm. That would that yeah that probably would be because that was a nasty hit that was a nasty hit yeah I mean he got a concussion out of it yeah um but okay so you're picking Vikings and I'm saying we get the All NFC yeah. North Championship at Lambeau and that would be fun but I just think that the Seahawks 49ers is so much fun to watch I just think we're gonna get that again. I mean, it is fun to watch, but I don't know if either of those teams are going to win. That's the thing. I would love for that to be the game. I would love for either of those. I don't really want a mismatch between the teams. Yeah. I I just think Aaron, or Aaron Rodgers growing up in California, getting to play against the 49ers to make a Super Bowl, that'd be kind of cool. Be Did he not do that already? No, 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 no. No, he didn't. He didn't play. No, no. No, he yeah. played the Giants. Or no, yes. the, the 49ers played. I'm getting it all confused. The Giants beat the 49ers in 2012 to go to the Super Bowl with Alex Smith yeah. as the 49ers quarterback. Then the next year, the 49ers with Kaepernick, they won against – Yeah. I can't remember who they beat. I remember somewhere in there that the 49ers beat the Packers with Kaepernick because I know Kaepernick grew up a Packers fan in Wisconsin. And he just yeah. ran all over them. Like, he ran for a couple huge touchdowns, and that was, like, the game of his life. Do you remember that game, Matt Candlestick? Y- yes, I do. I remember. I that, think, that was, was an iconic game. Was it raining? I think it was raining. I don't think. It might have been foggy. I, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I know that was always a thing at Candlestick Park. But, yeah. No, that would be fun, too. Packers, Niners. I think that would be fun. But um, I think the Seahawks-Packers is more of a toss-up to me, but definitely I think the 49ers are going to win. I think by okay. two scores. I really do. I think Cousins All outside, right. too. Mostly a dome quarterback, Cousins. So, another stat to pull out there as well. I mean, he played in D.C. in the elements. But that his teams weren't very good, though. So, I mean, sometimes they were. How much they made the playoffs. I mean, how many meaningful games playoff-wise or playoff implication games? Okay, get like, not – not many. Okay, that's fair. But I mean, yeah. he he, earned, he got that huge contract, so yeah. Let's go see it. See what we're made of here. I'm, I'm taking Minnesota. 
All right. Uh, we're going to move on to the AFC. Oh, I'm so happy. Um, this is going to give me so much joy, Patrick. To have to root for the Patriots last year with our cousin being on the team. No, not fun. But, hey, I did it. I didn't care once the Colts oh. were out. didn't matter to me. I mean, I'm so glad the Patriots lost on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That and, was it was beautiful. And, and seeing Brady throw the pick six oh, to, it, to ice the game. Icy or cherry on top of the sun is this death of the Patriots. Poetry. Are we sure the Patriots are dead? Yeah, we've been hearing a lot about this. I I think either Brady or Belichick are probably gonna leave. I think Belichick's gonna stay. I mean, I where think, else is Belichick going? Like, here's the thing though, like why would he any, leave? Brady can leave. Brady, I mean, Brady, you've only got X amount of days you can play the game until your body gives in. I don't know if he's going to retire or if he's going to try and sign somewhere else or if he's going to stay in New England, but his playing days are numbered. He's, what, 42, 41 years old? Belichick can coach for another God knows how long. I don't know how old Bill Belichick is. Oh, he's in his 60s, right? You can coach well into your 70s most of the time if you're you're in good health and – by all accounts, Bill Belichick is is in fine health, so uh, I don't think Belichick is gone, and I don't think there's a discussion about that. Brady, on the other hand, who knows? He is a free agent. But here's my thing, though, with him and him and uh, Kraft, their relationship ever since uh, Rob said, "Hey, we're getting Garoppolo out of town," and Bill really loved Garoppolo a lot. Reset too, thought, you know. He was going to stay, take over for Brady. And ever since that, I don't think their relationship has been the same since then. Hmm. What about since uh, Bob Kraft's uh, massage in Florida? Oh, Lord. I don't think that has anything to do with Bill Belichick. I mean, I look at Bill Belichick was in the room. <laughs> you, think that, you think that hurts his trust at all? That he would be uh, kind of deceitful and try and cover that up? You're, in all honesty, you're probably right. It's more. It's definitely a better chance that Brady's going to leave rather than Belichick. Yeah, Belichick um, is. But he's, you always want to keep your options open. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just. I mean, yeah, but. I mean, there's not much of a better option than playing for the most successful football team, maybe of all time, in this run, at least. Like, why would you leave that? Well, what are you. Le- Let's say, what are you leaving, though? You're leaving a team that doesn't have a big play threat, who has a defense that was great the whole season, but when it came time for the playoffs, crumbled. What, what are you leaving? What, you're what leaving a franchise that you you're leaving a franchise that you led to six championships. That's what you're doing. But that has nothing to do with the future. Loyalty's got something brand, to do with it. But you know, I mean, number one, loyalty's got something to do with it. Number two, maybe Belichick wants the challenge of trying to design the team to his own fits. He's been dealing with you know the same few pieces for forever at this point, and it's always been building around Brady. Maybe he wants to try and find the next quarterback to build around and create the next Patriots yeah, dynasty. He had the chance to do that a couple of years ago with Garoppolo and he and they traded him away. That wasn't his choice, was it? No, it was Kraft's ultimate choice, but you know Was uh, it Kraft's choice or was it somebody else in the well, front office? Ultimately the organization I, I'm chosen. pretty sure weren't most of the reports at that time consider saying like uh Coach Belichick wanted to keep him, I, I believe the problem with that is he also would have gotten too expensive for them to keep because everybody around the league knew that Garoppolo could be a really, really good quarterback. If the Patriots like you, then yeah. 
odds are you're pretty good because Bill Belichick is an amazing evaluator of talent. If, and, no, it's not the Patriots. It's if Bill Belichick likes you. That's it. Yeah, if Belichick likes you, then you must be doing something right. You're doing something right. Um, but Patriots, there's still a lot to talk about. We'll have months to talk about that. But I want to talk about Josh Allen. Have you heard of this guy? Buffalo hey, let's Bills talk. Let's finish talking about the Titans while we're on the Titans game. Uh, oh, okay. Let's talk right, about Derrick Henry. About you heard about this guy? Yeah. I think you know who I'm talking about. Or, oh, my gosh. Talking about. Uh, well, number one, everybody slept on him coming into the draft a couple years ago. Uh, he won the Heisman at Alabama. This guy was incredible in college. I could have. He was such a dominant running back in college. I could have told you from a mile away, yeah, this guy's going to be incredible in the NFL. And what do you know? He was incredible in the NFL. He just dominated the Patriots in Foxborough in the playoffs. Derrick Henry is a, a – it's almost like I, – I don't really know how to – it wouldn't be like Eddie George, but maybe like Earl Campbell-esque? That's, that's high praise. I mean – he he he's really good. I mean, he is like a he barrels down the field. He's unbelievable. He's huge, huge. And without him getting going, the Titans probably don't win that game. Oh, not even close. He's, no, he's yeah. he was their whole team. I mean, Ryan Tannehill kept their head above water. Like he didn't. His job was to not screw up. Yeah, and that's what I predicted. My job yeah. was to win the game, and he did it. And he did an yeah. excellent job. And Mike Vrabel. Former Patriot and Logan Ryan getting the pick six. Former Patriot, almost like a poetic ending of things. It was it was fun to watch the chess match between Vrabel, the you know young Padawan, and then Belichick, the Belichick disciple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the thing was, with that Vrabel, awesome. he he Belichicked it. He was yeah. getting the offsides and the delayed game penalties to try and drain clock. It was and Belichick great. was not happy because. That's his thing. He's the one who's supposed to do that. Yeah, it was great. It, it was must-see television. You had Romo breaking it down, and it was awesome to watch him break it down. As a Colts fan, are you worried about the Titans going forward? No. No. I don't think I'm worried about him either. This feels isolated. I, I feel like Derrick Henry is just too good. I don't think. And is that the fan in me? Probably, but I don't care. I don't think I'm worried about the Titans as an actual yeah, threat. Same no, with the Texans. I'm, the Texans are no. the Texans are treating Deshaun Watson the same way the Colts treated Andrew Luck, and that's with no offensive line. But we'll get to that. Uh, so yeah, there were a few hot takes you took on the AFC, which I didn't know if if I don't know. I don't. I think you had a. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I, what was your problem with Deshaun Watson? I thought you thought he was a little over overrated at times. Well, as a rookie, as a rookie, I thought everybody was talking about, oh, this guy should be the MVP as a rookie. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, he's a good player with a lot of potential, but I don't think he's, like, the best player in the league. And I didn't think it at that time. I don't think it now. I don't think he's a top five quarterback right now. I think he's very good, but I don't think he's, like, top five. He's close. I don't know if he's top five. He's top ten. He's, he's top ten. Easily top ten. Um, but Fuller, I, I'm surprised. My, okay, my biggest that. problem was that when people said Deshaun Watson's better than Andrew Luck, because he was never better than Andrew Luck, and I'm not sure he'll ever be better than Andrew no. Luck. Was at his peak? No, probably not. No. Uh, but without, I'm, I'm surprised they won that game without Will Fuller. It took a lot of Josh Allen being awful 
No, I don't think you can blame Josh Allen for that. So you can't blame Josh Allen for taking a sack and then doing an illegal grounding? I mean, come on. I mean, that was a horrible sack to take. Josh Allen played really well. I think he played really well that game for the most part. Uh, he he could sling the ball down the field, which is fun to watch. And Yeah, I think he ran it too. Uh, their running game, their running backs, that was their biggest problem in my mind. And the fact that they just absolutely choked it on defense and that they couldn't put any points on the board in the second half in offense. Yeah. Steven Hauschka hit a deep kick, though. Shout out to him. Hauschka to the Hauschka. Uh, so, okay. Are we are we still talking about Bills Texans? You want to move to the divisional? For the Honestly, end? there's not much to talk about with Bills Texans. Yeah, like, they're really well. All I have to say is that. The Texans are lucky they won this game because Deshaun Watson is – he's got some high-end talent. And I know I, I've been critical of him, but he is a very, very good quarterback. And he is the type of quarterback who can win you a game by himself. And those don't grow on trees. Uh, he certainly wasn't getting a lot of help from his offensive line. He got beat up this game. And I've, I'm afraid his career could end like Andrew Lux in injury and too early if the Texans don't address their offensive line problem soon. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. Um, but they have to go into Kansas City next week. Kansas City by a million. It's not a question. I think it'll be closer than we think. It also depends if Will Fuller's going to play. Is Will Fuller still injured or what? Let's I'm unsure. See. I don't know. No, I, I don't think it matters. I think – Oh, I think it does. People I think have does. kind of – all right, and I know Mahomes has missed a lot of time this year with injury, but am I crazy to say people have slept on Patrick Mahomes this season? I don't think they've slept on him. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is people have forgotten how good he was last year and how good he's been this season because everybody's been worried about the shiny new toy Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to say. With Lamar kind of covering a blanket over the league, Pat Every Mahomes. year, there's always the one quarterback who they call unsolvable, and then suddenly people figure yeah. figure him out. And that's yeah. what Mahomes was this year. And now people are kind of just forgetting about him. They think they figured him out. I don't think so. I think Mahomes is going to have some magic, and I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl, personally. So you like Kansas City by a million. I, think I like Kansas City, City by a lot, yeah. I think Kansas City and Houston is close. Going into the third quarter, and I don't I think because Mahomes I think Buffalo. I think Buffalo off. is much better than, or I think Houston. Or what am I saying? I think KC is much better than Buffalo, and that Buffalo and Houston game was really, really close, and those were two evenly matched teams. So, I, I think Kansas City because Houston can't run the damn ball like the Colts did on the on the yeah Kansas City Chiefs. They have to throw it, and uh, Kansas City as many defensive problems as they have, their defensive backs aren't a problem. Uh, they've got Honey Badger back there, and he's been good. Uh, and I think if you're trying to throw deep on them, they can cover it. And running the ball, not exactly Houston's strong suit. I guess they can do it, but it's not their thing. And Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes. Uh, I think this game will be very close. I think it'll be one of the closest games of the weekend. I think Kansas City pulls it out at the end, but I think it's only by, you know, two touchdowns. I think it's a very close game. For most it's not people. close. Two touchdowns? One or two touchdowns. I, I honestly think the Texans make it close for a while, and then they the, the 
the Chiefs pull away because of Mahomes. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I just think, yeah. you know, and there's always that one team that off a of bye always has some rust. And the Andy Reid team, I don't know, you know, they're always kind of we- weird at home in a sense. And, uh, yeah, with rust, a little bit of rust coming off, I don't know. We'll see. But I think it's – I think it's uh, – I think Kansas City wins the ball game. I think, but all I gotta say is that Mahomes is much better than Josh Allen. Oh yeah, no, I mean that's even they the Houston Texans oh. are preparing for a different animal this week. Oh yeah, much different. Um, not even a question. But uh, speaking of one animal to another, we have our our AFC South. By the way, AFC South represented. I mean, I know we don't like it. them, but no, I want them to lose every game. I mean, it is our division. Isn't it kind of nice to be like, oh, we still have two teams from our division. We no. went seven and nine. I mean, Look it's nice to say, yeah, I guess, but that should have been the Colts. The Colts should have been in the playoffs. They collapsed down the stretch, but yeah, well, don't get uh, me started on the Colts. So you got Ryan Tannehill going into Baltimore. Apparently it's supposed okay. to be nice weather. Ryan Tannehill didn't play that well. He played yeah. – he played fine. Pedestrian. Like he didn't do anything spectacular, though. Pedestrian. He had a. He was playing the role of Jacoby Brissett, and no, I think Jacoby. He was, he was the. Than no, he was doing. Him. He was playing. I don't. I'm not talking about if he's better or not. I'm talking about like the Kansas City versus the Colts game. Like he was doing the Jacoby Brissett role of throw it when you have to, but run the damn ball and just hand it off yeah. to your guy. Let him do the work, whether it's Marlon Mack or if it's Derrick Henry. What, what do you so think about I don't think Ravens? when, if and when Baltimore can find a way to shut down the run game, which that's very hard to do uh, with Derrick Henry, I don't trust Tennessee passing it. And, I mean, Baltimore's got Lamar Jackson. It's very hard to beat Lamar Jackson, especially coming off of a very hard game against, you know, the dynasty, the New England Patriots. Uh, the Titans have to play keep away. In order to even try, they to have win got this to control ball possession. They they ah. just need to keep the ball on their side all, ah. all night long. I mean, it's it's it seems so simple, but it's going to be so hard for them to do that. Um, what what is your pick for that? that I'm taking Baltimore. Baltimore is a better team with a better quarterback, and I just don't think Tennessee's good enough. I think that New England game they're they're riding too high after that. Yeah, and felt it felt like their Super Bowl. Kind of, kind of like Icarus flying too close to the sun in a sense. It was, it was, uh, it was their Super Bowl. They have peaked. Um, I, on the contrary, I think this is a close, gritty game for about a, a half. quarter. I, I think it's no, close for a quarter. quarter. I think it's close for a quarter, and everybody's like, "Oh, look at this! Maybe Tennessee's yeah. going to pull it off." But then Baltimore, Lamar Jackson just makes some play that confuses everybody and how it's even humanly possible and then we're like okay the better team is gonna win this game well, by I mean three scores Lamar Lamar's at home it's got he's got the bye Harbaugh's got the bye when they went when they get the bye they made it to the Super Bowl last time they had the bye and the home field I'm taking Baltimore by four or five touchdowns I mean this game is gonna be pretty nasty for most of it it's gonna be pretty bad mm-hmm. it's gonna be is potential to get out of hand really quickly. I think Tennessee is going to come in and be like, oh, it's this type of game. Yeah. This isn't, you know, terrible New England who doesn't have an offense and can't throw the ball worth a, worth a lick. I mean, this, mm-hmm. 
they're they're going to run into a completely different engine up there in Baltimore. It's it, it's going for it's going for Baltimore and Kansas City, which is going to be so much fun. That'll I, be an exciting matchup oh in a couple weeks, and I, I can't wait for it. And I am thanking the Lord that we don't have to listen to Joe Buck for <laughs> Ravens Chiefs. It oh, for a man. potential Ravens Chiefs. For all we know, it could be Texans and Titans in. Oh, the all don't. AFC please South Bowl. I almost call it El Trashico, but that's Titans and Jags. Uh, They're saying that football. Don't, don't disrespect El Trashico. Come on. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I saw that. That was a tweet or a Reddit comment I saw one time uh, where the annual Thursday night football game between yeah. the Jaguars and the Titans call it El Trashico, like it's, El Clasico between Real Madrid and FC Barca. It's the, I, it's I think the, it's the funniest yeah. thing ever, and I still call it that every time they play because it's, they do uh, play an annual Thursday night game. Oh yeah, no, it's the it's the holiest Thursday of the football season. We <laughs> get together. Don't get me wrong. All right, uh, Tommy, I think that's it for our playoff previews. Thanks yeah. for having me on the show. We're gonna love to have you on the first and ten sometime oh, soon. Oh well, yeah. I hope you guys still go throughout the off season. Um, oh, we will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ohio maybe, State lost. Oh, know, I mean, I'm, I'm not a Buckeye, but I would have liked to see him keep playing. They're so talented. Yeah. And we're, we're going to have an Ohio State update in a couple days, but maybe I can come on. We can do a news update on, on some football stuff in a couple yeah, days. Yeah, for here. sure. Because I definitely want to have you on for some, uh, you know, coaching hires and different things. and mm-hmm. Draft conversation, maybe. The Brady thing, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'd love so, to. Just to recap for you, who do you like in AFC NFC? Just to recap for everybody. Baltimore, Kansas City. Green Bay, and the Vikings. Wow. And I got Seahawks, 49ers, Chiefs, and Baltimore. So we agree on the AFC side. Mm-hmm. NFC a lot. Total disagreement, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens, my friend. All right. Tommy, thanks good. for having me on. Hey, anytime. Guys, thank you for listening. And enjoy the rest of your football weekend. Bye.